hello and welcome to the completely unprepared podcast. This is usually a podcast about uh, what little football we watched from the week before, but this week it has suddenly turned into a podcast about TV shows that we like. So my name's David. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kira. And we're going to keep talking about TV. Continue, Jay. Number three. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. makes sense. So, the so, one I go to, like, what they do is they have the bonus question a week ahead of time to check on the website, like you said. And then it's all random, but there's always a music round. And the music round is usually worth double to quadruple points because it'll be like, you know, you get one point for the artist, one point for the song. Or if they're doing mashups that day, it's yeah. one point for each song. So there's two songs and two artists for each one. I like the mashup one. I think that would be a really fun one to do. Yeah. So much like fun. famous covers and like give them a bonus point if they guess like who originally did the song. Yep, that's that's what they do. My favorite one is uh, it's called Richard Cheese, which yes. is some which is some dude on YouTube who does only lounge cover versions or lounge so covers. Excellent. What? Yeah, have you not so heard of this I, guy? No, I've never heard of this. Who is this human? Richard. Right. We're keeping this whole intro in, and I'm dropping in a little bit of Richard Cheese right. Personally, I think my favorite part of it is that it's called Lounge Again. <laughs> and it's a picture of him. I love this album cover. How long has this guy been a thing? Well, that one was posted Couple in 2010, so yeah. at least 2017. Or, you know, at least seven years. Rape Me was posted in seven years ago. So was Creep. Beat It was eight years ago. Oh, so he covers like okay. <clears throat> Baby this got is back. Incredible. Uh, Wing in covers of alternative standards. Yeah, no, this is it's 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 one of the greatest things on YouTube, honestly. Yeah, yep, that's a fact. I went ahead and I sent that thing to you guys of all those different songs that were released in 2017. All the different albums released in 2017. Mm-hmm. One of them is some guy named John Wayne. Have you guys heard of this guy? <laughs> what is that a serious question? <laughs> I've heard of John Wayne. I have not heard. I had not have heard of him before. What? I had not. I had not. I only know of John Wayne, the uh, actor. The actor, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about John Wayne, an actor. I'm talking about the rapper John Wayne. Oh, I thought you were talking. I'm sorry. I tuned in and out very quickly on that. And I thought you just were talking about you never heard of the actor John Wayne. And that was where my very visceral reaction came from. Don't ask me. Oh, by the way, I thought of you guys tonight because uh, I was sitting on the couch watching TV with my roommates. And uh, what the? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? It's a little John Wayne. Yeah, it's a little John Wayne. As a, John Wayne. as a kid, that's... <laughs> is that how he came up with his name? He just combined <laughs> Lil John and Lil Wayne, but took out the Lils? I never <laughs> thought of it, but good call. 
I thought of you guys tonight because uh, I was sitting on the couch watching TV with my roommates, and uh, what the? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? It's a little John Wayne. Yeah, it's a little John Wayne. Little John Wayne. As a kid, that's. Is that how he came up with his name? He just combined <laughs> Lil John and Lil Wayne, but took out the Lils. I never <laughs> thought of it, but good call. Are aren't you aware of the artistic stylings of John Wayne? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, but it's really good to see Huey from Lost making it as a rap, <laughs> rap artist. <laughs> oh, speaking of shows, I didn't make it through. Don't worry, it was awful. <laughs> also, is the wire actually good? Oh my god, yes. Okay. Specifically, I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons' podcast today, and he was talking about the wire, and I was like, I have, I have not. And they were like, Yeah, it's like on the Mount Rush, Rushmore of TV shows, and I was like, Well, so I didn't buy into it until college because my friends were like, Oh my gosh, it's so great, and I was just like, Eh, I don't really know, but. Then I started watching it. And first of all, it's one of those TV shows that you have to actually pay attention to. Like, you can't put it on the background and kind of get the gist. Like, I watch Sex in the City a lot in the background because it's like, okay, you listen to it. You hear the dialogue. It's nothing that you have to actually pay attention to. Like, The Wire, like, I always, I've watched it literally at least five times from start to finish. And every time I'm watching it so consistently and so intently. Because there's always something that's, like, actually relevant to what's going on in current society. Like, it seriously is one of the most timeless shows. It talks about, like, heavy corruption. It's so universal. Like, you can apply it to so many different circumstances, even not just, like, within Baltimore. Every single character in this show is so fucking, like, it's so hard because there's no hero in any part of the show like there are protagonists there are some people that like you kind of focus on more but every major character has like a serious flaw that makes you feel almost bad for rooting for them right okay it really dives into the modern education system because there's this like when you come into this like the third and fourth seasons it shows these kids who are coming up through like a failing school system and how okay like teachers are completely thrown to shit and it's just it's really intense but anyway the probably the greatest thing is how none of the characters are worth rooting for because like the number one character is like this cop from baltimore and you always want to root for the cop and like he's the good guy but then turns out he's like a raging alcoholic and is just like not a really good person but he still is trying to like bring down these bad guys in the drug system. And then also you have, sorry, I'm going to go on this rant. No, that's good. And also you have these drug czars or these drug dealers that you don't want to be rooting for, but you find yourself rooting for them. And you're like, these are guys who are just like trying to make it work. And Oh my God, I'm rooting for this fucking kingpin. And like, when one of the major characters die, like I had to stop watching and he wasn't even supposedly like the good guy in the show. It was just, it was very interesting and it, it's timeless and you watch it and it's smart and it's so well written and it's not even written in the dialogue, like the action that they do. And I will get off of my wire soapbox now. No, no you've, you've sold me. I, I've got to figure out what, what who, uh, who put it on. Was it Showtime or HBO? HBO. Or? It was HBO. Okay. Um, 
a hundred percent worth it. Like I, no, I keep my HBO subscription for The Wire, The Sopranos, and Sex in the City. So that really shows my diverse. Yeah, one never... of these things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't seen either of those other two shows either. The Sopranos is also really good. It's kind of what launched HBO's series, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's definitely The Wire is so much better. I like the guy who plays Omar. I know that. Omar coming. Who's the Omar the Wire? What is that guy's he, name? He was in, he was in Community. And Michael, Michael K. K. Williams. Williams. Yeah, there you go. Yep. He's the guy. He is the guy that you find yourself rooting for. Uh, so much TV. I don't have time for all this TV. I got to watch football. Make, <laughs> make time for The Wire. Okay. Also, by the way, it is Idris Elba's earlier. Oh, I did not know this. Oh, yeah. No, he's Stringer Bell. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Don't even get me started on Stringer Bell. This is just his favorite character. Oh, anyway. (laughs) I like I like Idris Elba. So he is incredible. I was sold on him. I think it was. Oh, what was the movie he was in? It was a movie he had fucking ti in it um takers oh my gosh you remember that movie yes ti chris brown the guy who played anakin as an adult really fucking good movie yep 90 percent because of idris elba though i'm not gonna lie but when you talk about like liking the liking characters that you know you shouldn't that's basically the entire sons of anarchy series oh you okay, you can't not love Opie. Okay, so you did watch that show. Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, one other person I know now. <laughs> <laughs> I am a really big TV person. Like, you guys, yep. I mean, I really love watching television shows. Those and are my best categories of TV shows. I know. Okay, so, I'm, so, so what's the greatest TV show of all time? Then? I mean, I'm going to definitely go with The Wire. Wow. Okay, what's number two? I'll give me top, give me top three. Okay, my my personal top three I already named. Not They're not animated because I feel like that's going to immediately exclude me from this group. Not animated. It can, or just I'm saying, can we make that stipulation? <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't okay. know any. Well, actually, what would you say in like animated best TV shows are? Well, I Death Note would be my number one. So. Okay. What was it? Death Note. Oh, definitely. Okay. I love that show. So uh, that's why I said we got. Let's let's keep. Well, it counts because it was a it was a uh, it was a movie, right? A live action movie. The movie sucked. <clears throat> <laughs> that's all I've ever heard about that movie is that it was absolutely terrible. Yeah, but Great. they made a Japanese live action movie, and then they made an American live action movie, and they're like, no, 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 it's cool. The American live action movie is being made by Netflix, so it's going to rule. And then you watch, and you're like, "This is worse than the Japanese one." That's the that's that's wrong way to think about it, because yeah, Netflix has some great shows. No, no, but that's they how also it was have sold. a thousand terrible shows. It's not how I originally <laughs> no, thought about it. That's how it was the sold. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyways, but okay. Saying, top three. That's top what I'm saying. Three. Like everyone, everyone says that. Like, oh yeah, this is it's a Netflix <clears> show. It's gonna be awesome. And it's like, yeah, but Netflix has a lot of really bad shows that you can't even name because they're so bad. 
Yeah. Well, are they they Netflix original shows or are they just like shows that they've gotten the rights to that they put up there? They have a lot of Netflix Netflix originals. originals. Yeah. Okay. I have not, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I was not the biggest Orange is the New Black fan. Hated it. I couldn't get into it. Hated it. Uh, I liked the first like episode or two and then I realized that it wasn't going to be like Prison Break at all and I was like, oh, fuck this. Oh my God, Prison Break. Never saw that either. Ooh, oh, that was a fucking great show. Well, like that's what I, that's what Orange and the uh, Orange is the New Black felt like for a second. Like in the very first episode, is like, oh, we're gonna starve you, and you're like, oh shit, it's getting real. She's in prison, and then like all of a sudden, it just turned into lesbian soap opera. It got it just got really catty, and it was one of those yeah. things where I just found myself not wanting to actually pay attention to it. Like, that's the biggest thing for me with a TV show is, like, if I am there and I want to, like, fully pay attention to it or if it, like, grabs me in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. I hate to, like, not I hate to say this, but, like, when I was growing up, I thought Sex and the City was the stupidest fucking show ever. I was like, this is such bullshit. Like, whoever goes through this. Well, right? Well, this is when I was growing (laughs) up. But then I moved to a city and I'm a single woman and I started rewatching it maybe like six months ago. No, not like about nine months ago, give or take. And I was just like, Oh shit. Like this is one of those shows that as a woman, like really advanced, like feminism really advanced, like the point of view of women for dating. Like it really did so much to like set up for like kind of our current political and cultural situation. And because, like, back then it was this incredibly groundbreaking show. Like, a lot of these topics were not addressed at all. And you kind of listen to it and you're like, these are still very culturally relevant topics. And they're still actually, like, happening day-to-day life for me living in San Francisco. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this all about? Like, why am I identifying with these fucking characters? This is weird. Yeah, I like The Wire and The Sopranos. This is not the same niche. <laughs> I think an underrated part too is it did a lot for um, animal rights as well. Well, uh, Carrie Bradshaw the, was able to take that lead role with the horse face. So. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. This is friendship. You, you cut to my punchline, but yeah, exactly. Horse I face. Have to, okay, okay have so, to. so let, let's let's circle back though. Okay. Top three non-animated tv shows each of you and then i'll go does it have to be the best or the ones you like the most it's completely subjective so like the most okay wait like if you said that 70s show i wouldn't be like are you retarded i I would well (laughs) i know you would i'm saying i wouldn't (laughs) um all right well I'm not sure if this is a def- the definitive answers, but they're definitely going to be up there. Uh, first one I'm going to go with was um, I'm going to go with Psych is one of my favorite, probably my favorite show of all time. But I also have like a special and like emotional connection because I watched it from the very first episode all the way to the last episode. Oh wow! Like 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 live. Yeah 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 yeah. Okay. And so like it's it's special to me that way. But I I thought it was a really funny and really well made show. I don't know if it really belongs in the best but it's one of my favorites okay. um it is it is a really well done show from start to finish yeah they don't they, like 
they make it so that each ep- each uh, episode can be watched on its own, but that there yeah, is there still is. an overarching plot to the entire series. But even then, like it's not one that you're like, oh, I missed out on that. Like I don't understand what's going on here. Like it, they did a really good job of that yeah. that concept of it. I no, that's right. I have actually, and now this is probably <clears throat> making that my next television show to watch because I've never seen it. Oh, it's really good. It's really good for, like, the first five seasons, and then it, like, peters out. And now they have, like, a made-for-TV movie that's coming out, and it's like, guys, please stop. I loved you for so long. Yeah. But you ended this show terribly, and you're about to make it worse. It's like Criminal Minds. Interesting. My Nana really likes Criminal Minds. She's a very smart, sharp woman, so. It's it's fine, but it's like, like... Law and Order SVU and shit like that. Like when you do it for so long, like eventually, like you have to have like one or two episodes every season that's more ridiculous than anything you ever would have thought. And then you're watching, you're like, okay, but that makes this show even less and less believable. Like every single time. Yeah. Okay, so number one is Psych for Jay. What's number two? I don't know if it's number one, but I'm just gonna put all. I'm gonna put a top three. We're gonna go in unordered top three. I like it. Um, just to completely 180 from Psych, West Wing was fucking amazing. Never saw it. Start. Oh, dude, it it's so good. It's depressing because <clears throat> when you start getting into like the debates for when they're running for president, you're like, "Fuck, I wish that that's what actual debates were like." Just two intelligent people with different views hashing it out, and both of them have very good points. Instead, and we he's- get. Smart and yes. contemplating multiple sides of an issue, even if it's not what their party agrees with. Yeah, West Wing is super good. Hi- highly recommend it. It's very interesting. All the acting is absolutely fantastic. There's like one or two people. There's like, please get off the screen. You're horrible. <laughs> but in general, very good. Highly recommend it. It's fantastic. Each season is just just as good as the, the one before it, and it just gets better. It, it's really a, probably one of the best, if not the best show of all time. And then I got to think of a third. Okay, my, my other one that I'm putting on there that's kind of a blend of the other two, which I think is perfect. Uh, Scrubs was fantastic. Well done. Oh. It was funny, and it was had such good messages and such good points that they just drove home every single episode. And there are so many episodes that I can still watch as a grown-ass man and it'll still make me cry the one line that always punches me right in the face every time i hear it is uh when dr cox is absolutely out of his mind because he just lost three patients and all that and jd just goes up to him and is like you know after all these years this it still hits you this hard that's the kind of doctor i want to be and i'm just sitting there like oh man yeah oh man yep that show and it's honest. It's one of those that I feel like I make more references and allusions to than I actually realize. <laughs> yep. Because it's so shockingly relatable, and I don't know. I honestly, I I feel like JD and Turk are my relationship goals <laughs> in life, even though they're a total <laughs> bromance. Like I'm not even like everybody's like, oh, Turk and Carla are so cute. I'm like, mm, yes, yeah. <laughs> but. As a secondary relationship, sure. Yeah. But she's like his side chick. Pretty much. Um, also an interesting tidbit. 
uh, and I've heard this from many sources, that's actually one of the most like act- accurate medical shows as far as uh, you know, like what it's like to be in a hospital, kind of like the hierarchy, all the stuff that they do about like getting around insurance, all those kinds of things. It's yeah. very accurate to the way the actual medical industry is run. Other fun fact, if you like Scrubs and you also like Community, that's no coincidence because a lot of the writers from Scrubs went to Community. Really? Didn't know that. I yep. never knew that. Yeah, I've never I've watched a couple of episodes of Community, but that's one that I know I will just sit and watch forever and I just haven't oh, actually it. followed. Do it. It's so good. It's so worth it. That's what I've heard. And then those writers went on to Rick and Morty. Or a couple of them did. So I, I just missed the middle step. Uh, a couple a couple of the writers from Scrubs went on to Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. The community just a, is the link in between. Mm-hmm. Just a chain of great shows. All right, Kara, what do you so, got? What do you got? Okay, I mean, I'm gonna say as far as okay, so it's really hard because the subjective, as in like what had like a more personal effect on me, is so different than like what I view as like the holy grail of incredible television. Right. So you're you're gonna realize that with like one of mine is like it's not gonna fall in the holy grail, but it's like one of my favorite shows. So. Uh, and I think that same thing can be said of of Jay selecting Psych. Yeah, which is no slight against Psych, really, but it it just it it's not one of those shows that people are no. like, oh my god, like this is a cultural event. No, yes. it's not a tour de force, but it's it's special. I like yeah. it exactly. Because if I'm saying if I'm picking like the top three of all time forever across the board, like they're definitely going to be much more like culturally relevant. But mm-hmm. for me. I would say one of the tops is actually Parks and Rec. Um, just because, so it's like me personally, I fucking love how well written the show is. And it's just, it's one of those that I always put on. So th- this is like where it definitely gets more subjective versus objective because like the three shows that I first thought of when I was like, what are the three that I always default to? Yeah. Um, Parks and Rec, Gilmore Girls. Ooh. That's, yes. Okay, I have okay. a reason for that one. No, no, no. I'm, is... I'm, I'm with, I'm with you on that one. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can make fun of me all you want, but I'm with you there. I'm I will never to. make. Fun. Okay. So my no, I mean Jay can make fun of me, not you. I know you're not going to. Oh, I'm going to. I'm absolutely going to. <laughs> okay. okay. So for me, for Gilmore Girls, like that show mirrored my relationship with my mother. So well. Oh well, that's I not mean, the reasoning, but <laughs> that was my number one reasoning for it. And it's like it's one of those like I will always put it on. Um, one of my best friends and I like it's it's so it's not like really truly timeless, I guess, but it was just one of those that I really truly identified with. And Rory for me was like so it's very hard because then they came back and they did the reboot, and in the reboot, a Never whole lot it. of other shit happened. Never saw the reboot. Okay, don't. I mean, if you liked the way that Gilmore Girls ended originally, I was completely content with it. Don't watch it. Don't watch the reboot because it will ruin so much. Because, but that's the thing is, you see how the reboot ends, and you're like, I can absolutely see how this would have been season seven. I can 100% understand why the writers would want to take it in this direction because it's so much more complex. It's so much more intense. Like. It's 
it definitely repeats a certain cycle that the writers could get at. But then with if you're content with how the actual series ended, which I definitely was, and I'm not going to lie, like I kind of mocked a lot of my life choices based off of like Rory's life choices. <laughs> and it's super <laughs> cheesy. But like it really was very formational for me in that regard. Yeah. Um, so Gilmore Girls, definitely top three. Um, I'm still struggling with what my third would be outside of Parks and Rec and Gilmore Girls. Um, I would honestly say probably The Wire just because it really got me into what television could be. Mm. And I didn't watch it. I mean, it came out in 02 when it premiered and I didn't watch it until like 2010. And prior to that, like, I didn't really grow up watching TV. I didn't really get into television a whole lot. Like I was always a studious kid or like out with my friends or like playing sports, but. It would have been uh, kind of fucked up if you watched it in 2002 because you're in what, fifth grade? Uh, six. Sixth grade. grade. Okay, maybe. I feel you on the, sorry, just going back a little bit. You're talking about, uh, you're talking about how you emulate from your shows. And just going back in my own one, I, I feel like most of my life decisions have been based on Psych, whether it be through Sean or Gus, because I love both of those characters and like just kind of the lackadaisical attitude and approach towards things that, yeah, things can be serious, but we can approach them in a joking uh, you know, manner. More, yeah, more comical manner. And it doesn't mean that we don't like or we don't feel the impact of a situation, but it allows you to kind of take it from a more relaxed approach. The one, the one that always that, that I think of is when they started doing this their yin and yang series, which was like this mega serial killer uh, that was in the town. And it was a very it was much more of a serious episode than most of them. They still remained uh, very comical despite everyone else taking it very seriously. And you know he met he ta- he touched on it as like if I don't you know lighten the mood at all, then we're gonna lose because it takes us out of our element. And I was like, yeah, I feel that. Well, but how about the uh, how about the one where they had to dig all the holes? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, season one. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Gus, Gus, Gus dug all the holes. For for the record, Kira, uh, Gus is played by a character who was in holes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes, <laughs> they, I, I, I kind of was making Kira. that making that uh, connection. Sorry, Did I got email. They just ran yeah, there, with the joke. <laughs> there, there was yeah. one episode where uh, I think like the chief mentioned like, Oh, my desk is a little out of place. And all of a sudden Gus just comes around the corner. He's like, I can fix that. <laughs> Perfect holes reference. Um, okay. So th- three for me. Um, yes. To be honest, I got like six in mind, <laughs> um, Accurate. but I'm going to, I'm going to start off with, with the first two that I know are in the list. Uh, and one of those is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And that is for the simple fact that, uh, literally I can click on any season of that show, any episode and just roll with it. Well, you can't click on any episode soon. Uh, December 7th, I think they'll, they'll, they'll go off of Netflix and they'll pop up somewhere else. It's not going away. They're on, they're on Hulu, but yeah, exactly. It's not going away. I I'll, I'll be able to find it. It was really interesting because a bunch of my friends in college who are all guys really loved that show. And so we watched it a lot and I grew to have like an appreciation for it. And I was in, 
I was at like a happy hour with some coworkers and uh, somebody made the um, day man, night man musical reference. Yes. And I started singing the song and all like, it was so funny because like so many of like the female friends who were there were just like, what the fuck is happening? And like the three male guys who were there were just like, what the fuck is happening? She knows. (laughs) They were just like, this is the weirdest thing we've all ever encountered. Anyway, continue. (laughs) So the the other one I'm putting on there is, uh, is the office. Um, that, that is in a similar vein as, uh, always sunny for me where, I can just watch literally any episode and I'm just, I'm just dying laughing. Um, um, you say, you say any episode, but I think you're forgetting about Scott's tots. It's the episode where Michael Scott promises to a bunch yes, of children. Uh, yes. That uh, he's going to give them a college scholarship when he's, when they're old enough. <laughs> what and you going to do? What you going to do? Make our dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to hating that episode. No, I Wait, thought it was what? funny. Why? What's wrong with it? Because it is so like it is so cringeworthy and so uncomfortable. Honestly, sure, it's uncomfortable. I feel that way about a lot of the Office episodes. Yeah, that's part of yeah, the point. Okay, but this is one where he promises a bunch of children that he's going to send them to college when they're eighteen. It's so long and developed. Jake, it's so uncomfortable. It's so in character, though. I didn't argue that. Yeah, just... no, no. It, it's 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 like I don't know if there's been a more in character episode. Mm, the Diwali episode. No, I, I, I where I he think... proposes to Carol in front of everybody and she says no. Yeah, well, good point. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! There's a lot of posts on this still. <laughs> oh my god! Eight thousand three hundred subscribers. Oh my oh god! My. There's forty four users here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No! 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 I tried. I failed. I had to pull out right around when that woman started delivering a tearful speech. Ouch! Round two this afternoon. Why am I doing this to myself? First comment, abort, abort. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I, I still think that episode is hysterical. The painful part of that episode is that most episodes when Michael Scott fucks up, he's just kind of making it uncomfortable for people in the office and he's ruining things for himself. This is where he's ruining the lives of a whole bunch of children. It's, yeah, but it's, so it's a whole nother level of fucked up. It's yeah, f- but fucked up. It can be funny, and in this case, is hysterical. I don't agree on that one. That's all right. That's okay. I mean, if they were real kids, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's fucked up." But it's a show, so I get to laugh. At it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, generally, I'm on the same way, but I just don't even think the premise is funny. I think it's just so uncomfortable that it's not funny. I laughed a lot. <laughs> Um, he's still laughing i'm still Um, laughing i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking about the moment where he's outside and he's talking to the kid and he's like why would you do that like that's a really messed up thing to do and he's just like i mean i thought it'd be so much further in my career and like it's so funny and he just goes i can well i I can i can pay for your books but don't tell the other kids because i can only pay for one and the kid's like (laughs) he's like well how much does the books cost and the kid's like 
I, I can't remember how much he says was like a thousand bucks or something. He's like, really that much? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> no, but I think you make a good point. Like it's so interesting because I feel like the people who appreciate it, like are those people who encounter that sort of awkward uncomfortableness very, very frequently in their day to day jobs. And I feel like that's why the office was so popular both in the U S and the UK because like, Oh yeah it really touches on that i mean i've had those moments in my job very very frequently like we've talked about doing a parody of the office theme song in the intro yeah based off of like iphone footage from us like on our staff that would be pretty because fun. that's how like it, we you definitely identify to a certain extent with it so i've had a lot of people at work be like tell me that they either haven't seen the office or don't like the office and every time i just think in my head yeah because this is the office yeah <laughs> this is like it's of course like... of course you don't like the show about when the the one guy met the girl there and then they ended up getting married and having kids oh wait that's oh. what happened here okay like, that is my number one gripe with The Office, is Jim and Pam are the shittiest fucking TV couple to ever exist. Oh, thank you. You're not wrong. They are so, so bad. That's not why I like the show, though, but you're not wrong. Well, I'm, and honestly, like, I'm really glad that you never cited that as a reference for why you like the show, because, yeah, yeah. oh my god, they're so terrible. But yeah. on the other end, one of the best TV couples was uh uh shit what's his name kelly and ryan <laughs> the funny thing is that, that mimics their real life between the two of them oh, like really during the really? yeah during that entire show they had the exact same like on again off again like super uncomfortable relationship oh that's so that makes me so much happier to know so it's art mimicking life that's so funny, oh. that's funny. Or it's just it, it still just like drives me nuts I mean, I totally see where it becomes so relatable, but like, I don't know. I, 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 once I've always been able to watch The Office up until like the season. I don't remember when it is, but like whenever they actually split up and then they like start dating other people and it's just so fucking dumb and terribly awkward. Yeah. That's where I'm just like, I can't stand. It. Sorry. But. So. So, I do like Dwight we... Schrute as a character, though. <laughs> Dwight Schrute's great. There, there are some moments with Dwight that I'll, I'll admit that I'm like, that's kind of dumb. Um, yeah. But I, I do like that they kind of make him seem like an Amish farmer type guy, and then that he comes in and is super into Battlestar Galactica, which was written by a Mormon. <laughs> I feel like just, I like... just the parallels there were done on purpose. It's no, it's definitely it has a merit. Yeah. Also, that show had such a great ending. Like it really did. Most shows end like abruptly and yeah. never quite satisfying enough. I thought the Office final episode was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It was. It was. Well, um, I think the coolest thing about it was how it evolved <clears throat> from its counterpart. Yeah, because like, you had the UK version, and obviously it mirrored it for kind of like the first season, but it really became its own show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's something that you don't really see easily adapt. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. 
and Parks and Rec did the same thing with the uh, U.S. version of The Office. Like the first season was The Office, except at a Parks and Rec department. Yeah. And then after that, they're like, oh, maybe we should write our own story here. We, we Tom have, can't carry the entire show. for. The <laughs> we have a lot of Parks and Rec quotes printed out in our office, um, mainly because we work for the Chamber of Commerce. And, well, spoiler, if anybody's made it this far into our football-turned-television-culture podcast, um, <laughs> but there's this one line where... Um, Amy Poehler's character is so frazzled and she's like freaking out. She's like, I have to get ready for a meeting with the Chamber of Secrets. And Ben's like, Commerce. Chamber <laughs> of Commerce. And so that's like printed out like on a full like size sheet of paper on our cork board. And we refer like anyway. So Is that the one where she's like super sick and can't yeah. get her brain straight? Yeah. And then yeah. goes out and delivers a perfect speech at the end. It was truly beautiful <laughs> if for nothing else in the chamber of commerce reference so i relate way too much to tom haverford in real life like that is my <laughs> that is my spirit animal tom haverford i can 100 percent see that not just because you're both brown <laughs> I've, I've had exes tell me like yeah you're basically like tom haverford for, for me and i'm like great <laughs> makes me feel really good about myself yeah that's the one you want to be in that show actually hey, I, lo I love tom is david your john ralphio <laughs> yep <laughs> absolutely i'm not familiar enough with that show to really know what that means i think actually, jake can explain it to of, you it's kind of apropos because he does come from an affluent background because we're flushed um so I have been casually trying to stall, just like both of you were, to decide on my third. And I'm, I'm quite frankly stuck uh, between two that, <clears throat> one of which we already referenced, was uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. And the other being trailer park boys hmm. interesting and so i'm i'm gonna entirely disclose i've never seen an episode of that either that I, jay you haven't either have you mm -mm. so trailer park boys admittedly takes like i i want to say it takes like two whole seasons to really get into i thought it was funny pretty like like like, I thought it was kind of funny, mm -hmm. but the jokes build on each other. And so it's not really until like two, three seasons in that all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, that, okay, this is, this is actually funny. So like, um, and, and, and to be honest, I haven't even, they, cause, cause Netflix rebought the series and started doing new ones. So I never actually, uh, I haven't even finished the series, but the it seems that like every season ends with them going to jail and every season starts with them coming back out of jail and it's just god the ridiculous antics that they get into is so fucking funny and it's in a trailer park so it's it's mildly plausible that they get away with all this shit because the the guy who's in charge of the uh trailer park 
is just this drunken asshole. Um, didn't, he, didn't that guy just die in real life? He, the guy Speak did up. die in real life. Poor guy. Um, but uh, in in I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I really like that show. I'm gonna favor Sons of Anarchy just because of uh, how much more of a complete series it was. I think most of your top shows suffer from a phrase that was just recently coined in that they are fan-knowing. <laughs> where they might be decent shows, they might not be, but the fan base is so abysmal sometimes that you just want to hate it no matter what. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, for, for comparison's sake, the, the fifth one that I, was, that I was struggling to decide between on all of these was the IT crowd. Um, yep. Love that show Ooh. as well. Never seen it, heard of it, and seen a couple of issues or episodes, but never seen it. It has it's a nerd ma- show that's actually like about nerds. Yeah, and- yeah, that's what I've heard from a lot of my friends, especially here in the Bay Area. They're like, my- it really, actually, truly makes sense. That's like Silicon Valley's first mm. season. Yeah, my so favorite part is they're yes. standing, they're standing next to a package that may be. Um, the the package like like there's a what do you call it? like a a bomb um like a bomb robot to test if it's a if it's actually a bomb or not and they just accidentally end up standing next to it and they look over and they see like the whole police line and everybody's like just silent like uh are they really standing next to that right now and the the robot stops working they're like it's not responding and the guy just goes what operating system are you running? And the guy says, Vista. And he turns to the guy next to him and goes, we're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. The fact that even I laugh at that joke. (laughs) I like the, uh, the one where they, they're, uh, they automate the entire, like first 30 seconds of an IT call. Yeah. Whenever someone calls, they just play a loop that says, have you tried turning it on and back or on, on and off again? All right, have a good day. And then if they actually say no, then they actually pick up the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. It's so good. <laughs> and and I I back up our actual IT guy at work, and that's always the first thing I ask people now. Oh, God. <laughs> they press the O N O F F switch. <laughs> <laughs>